Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 349. Oh my gosh, we're almost at 350. <laughs> I like just pointing out nonsensical random anniversaries. What's going to happen at 350? Nothing. Yeah, just, <laughs> that sounds scary. She just can count one more than what this episode is. Good job, high fives. <laughs> Way to go, gang. <laughs> oh, we, uh, we talked uh, some numbers about Aquaman. Yeah. Continued the thoughts on from last week. Yes. Uh, some Netflix stuff that's going on. I actually reviewed some comics. I did Man Without Fear number Again. one. Yes, and Wolverine Long Night number one. Yeah. And then uh, we proved uh, to Charles to make sure he shows up on time, uh, <laughs> and he got his punishment. So with that, uh, sit back and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode 349. Ugh. Don't be late. not being boozled they're called something else maybe it is being boozled probably i mean if they're jelly bellies yeah so it comes with a spinner though oh it's yeah. yeah it's in a box and you spin it and you have to they they like that's where i first ever tried these was at one of the conventions where you go up there and it was a wheel that you could win something well there's three of them there that's not supposed to happen but that's kind of cool how that works. Yeah. Stop. Oh, you're going to get them all over the You got to eat that recording. one. Recording. No. You got to eat that one. I'll eat oh, this one. We if are you not eat doing the bean boozled thing on. This is That's going fine. To... I'll eat this one if you eat that one. Okay, what don't is... look at what you got. Okay. Oh, mine was good. Mine was too good too. It was chocolate pudding. Oh. Mine was kind of fruity. So, yes, bean boozles. Yours was strawberry banana smoothie, I bet. These are going to be the new punishment for people who are late. <laughs> and since there's both of us here right now, ah, there might be someone else who's late. I'm never late. You're always... never late because you fucking live here, so that's not fair. <laughs> I'm like a wizard. Always show up right on time. Oh, so, Linz, yeah. uh, it's a new year. It is a new year. It's 2019. Yeah, and I can't believe that. I've already kept writing 2018 on a lot of shit. <laughs> then I remind myself, why am I doing that? I get in a groove. Yeah, I'm an accountant, so I've been writing 2019 on things for a while now because I work in the future. Oh, like before it yeah. changed? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So those those checks can't get cast until like <laughs> right. another year from now. <laughs> I guess it's better than having them expire a year later. Yes, yes. So yeah, so... Had uh, my birthday, and my birthday uh, was a blast. I got super drunk. You're super old now. I feel it. And You're in very fact, old. I've gotten to a point in my life where I need to actually find someone to take care of me because I know I can't do it myself. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, like, I need a caretaker. So, Tony actually asked me last night to start meeting more girls so that I could set him up with dates. <laughs> And people to take care of him. <laughs> yes, because, you know, I have Peter Pan syndrome. I am a big kid. It's, oh my and God. And more and more of last night, 
how much like fun we were having and just looking around the room with my friends and being like, we are fucking adults. Yeah. I am... Like, Solidly adults. Not off, like... shouldn't be having this much fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Secondly, there's repercussions for this. I'm going to feel it. In 10, 5 years, 2 years maybe? I remember when, the I, next day. when next I was day. a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid yeah. looking up to my parents being this age, thinking, oh my God, they're old. They're, they're adults and they have all these responsibilities. I don't feel the responsibilities because yeah. I ignore them. Yes, yes, this is true. If and anyone has ever seen Tony's house, everyone knows that that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, so once again, uh, yeah, it's yeah. I, I feel it. Your liver is dead again Ooh, already. Yeah. That's the one thing I like about livers, though. They kind of regenerate yeah. a bit. As long mm. as you don't push them over that sure. necrosis type that's border. Thing. That's a thing, yep. Uh, we went to a giant trampoline park and uh, threw up my hips and broke a couple ankles with some of the people that went with us. There but, were broken ankles? Well, twisted ankles. I oh. mean, they really weren't broken. That's but, different. Yeah, I, I know, think, but it sounded better when I said it. I don't think I would have enjoyed myself at the trampoline thing because after jumping on a trampoline, I always get a headache. Do you get that? Did you get a headache after jumping on a trampoline? Oh, I was just tired as shit. Oh, like, yeah, you, that... you use muscles. You never thought you had super classy and uh it yeah it was just all in all though people had fun we played dodgeball um ran up walls and had this cool uh balance beam that had like gladiator wanna, style wanna like plug the place what's the place called uh altitude trampoline park yeah so if you're in the grand rapids area just go check them out because they did give me a pretty good discount so nice i love them nice, nice. And then we went to the most uh, mysterious bar that no one had ever heard of, ever, the Point Bar, and we literally took over this bar. We, so much so that the regulars were pissed off because it's a normal dive hole bar that maybe has 15 people total. We brought like 35 to 40 people in this place. It was nuts. Yeah. We, uh... The Republicans would love it. We built a wall around the bar so that the people <laughs> not about the bar area couldn't get to the bar. We oh. definitely took over our, made it our home. Yes, it was it was a blast. And thanks to Charles, I was able to make it home last night. So oh, well done. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> the least I can do. Oh, Linz, let's get into some books. Um... So yeah, I guess it's Lynn's by herself this week. Yeah, because I was pretty much not doing any reading this week. He didn't again. read at all. So I only read two books this week. The one I, I really... promise next week's episode I'll read books. Good, because I'm not going to read any out of Defiance next Funny, week. Funny, we already know what's going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the one I want to review the most is Man Without Fear. Which is a Daredevil book. Daredevil is, of course, the Well, I mean, fear. the only other thing I could think of would be Batman. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they never refer to him as the man without fear. Well, he's the man of fear. Daredevil. Oh, he's the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got many titles. <laughs> but Daredevil's always been known as the man without fear. And recently, I don't keep up on Daredevil at all. I very rarely ever even delve into that storyline. I know the origin story of course i've watched the netflix show etc etc um apparently recently he got hit by a truck which is kind of crazy because that's how he a truck is the reason why he lost his sight to begin a with. truck and the chemicals right yep yeah which he, uh, as a lawyer he should have sued them 
<laughs> well, he wasn't a lawyer then. He was a kid. Well, I could have grown up and then sued him. Yes. You know, later. It's true. It's true. Not a good lawyer? Or... Uh, distracted, distracted, I think. Is... Very distracted. <laughs> um, so he pushes a teenager out of the way of an incoming truck and gets hit by the truck. And that and now he's in the hospital in a coma. So that's what takes out Daredevil, is another truck. Oh, Turns out is that he what he's saying? He should, he, yeah, he should sue now. He gets a setback. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the same truck company. <laughs> Um, so this is, this is the beginning of, uh, I think just a short little arc, um, of him in the hospital and then coming out of that. So Foggy rolls up into the hospital and just starts talking to Matt the way friends do when I guess somebody's in the hospital in a coma. Um, but throughout the entire book, you have Matt like deep down in his psyche and he's fighting against fear and he's fighting against pain. And these are two visual representations uh, that he's fighting against in his mind while he's in this coma. And it's really cool because fear is him as like a, almost like a zombie skeletal type figure with his old yellow and brown daredevil outfit on. And pain, I, that I do not like that outfit either. Fear is like the result of pain though, right? Or the result of memory of pain. Right. So basically people fear because of pain. Right. Kind of interesting. Um, and then Payne is basically him in his red outfit, but it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's um, the skin removed from the body and the only skin on the face. That's the coolest thing you've ever seen? It's, it's the, well, the art of it is oh, it's just... beautiful. Yeah, it's just the way they did it. It's like, because the red is the skin removed like, from the body. Good design. Yeah. And the face is the only flesh that's left where his mat, where his face would normally show through his mask. So it's just really visually interesting and totally like the representation of pain, right? If your skin is removed, that's very painful. <laughs> um, so it's just him coming to terms with this and always being known as the man without fear and how this is turned out for him in his life and how he never has fear for himself and how that's helped him but killed so many people in his life and he keeps seeing tombstones with like the names of people that have died Electra and Karen and etc always females <laughs> he's not a good person to date is what I <laughs> gathered from the tombstones in this book um but love is blind Linz <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> oh my uh, I don't know if I can recover from that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so fear's trying to get him to stay in a coma. It doesn't want him to go back out because it knows if he goes back out, he's going to be Daredevil again. So this fear that he has inside of him is trying to get him to stay in this coma because if he's in the coma, he can't do anything. He'll be Matt Murdock in a coma for the rest of his life and nothing will ever hurt him. And pain is trying to bust him out. Because apparently, pain knows that if there's pain, there's drive. Because there's drive to not have pain. Mm -hmm. It's this whole cerebral argument that he's having in his head, fear versus pain. But really, they're connected. And he does address that in the book, how you have fear because of pain. And you have pain because you don't have any fear. Right? He has pain because he doesn't have fear. He's the man without fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you, would you think fear would be kind of panic? Fear is very panicky in this book, actually. Okay, well, I just wanted you to say yes, because you know what I keep thinking of when you're saying fear and pain? 
Disney's Hercules. Uh, oh, Pain the, and Panic. The oh, the little, little, the little Hades demons. demons. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just imagining them talking to him now. These, these <laughs> visual representations. Yeah. <laughs> Much scarier than that. So it was actually, I don't know that I'll keep going on this book. To me, this felt like very much like a one shot. And I don't know if it's going to be ongoing or not, but it was very well written. The art was awesome. And you don't have to know a lot about Daredevil to really just read this issue. I mean, if you know the, your basis of Daredevil, you can watch the show or whatever, or just have general knowledge about the character and totally understand does the what's going on. Does the storyline uh, make you side with one or the other? Mm, like you no. want Daredevil to wake up? Well, I think everyone coma. wants him to become Daredevil again. The, but, but is there a good argument towards staying in the coma because of all the pain? Right? No, they actually it doesn't. The way they write fear, it makes like. They write it in such a way where it's it doesn't seem like an appealing option. It seems oh. very it seems scared, right? Which is fear. But the everything that it says is like paranoid. Mm. Like if you yeah, go out right. and there's something bad is going to happen to you and you know, that something bad will happen to somebody you love and you might as well just stay in here because it's the safest place to be and if I touch the doorknob 5 times then yes. you know, my uncle will survive <laughs> till the next day. And pain's like Let's do it, buddy. <laughs> uh, but Foggy in the whole, you know, Foggy's also talking to him the whole time he's going through this battle. And Foggy asking him to come back is the real reason why you hope that he comes back from the coma. Because he's, you know, talking to him as a friend. And Foggy and Daredevil have that connection. No matter how many women are in Matt's life, there's always Foggy. <laughs> so... And, he, and he's trying to reach him in a way that makes you want him to come back, even if he decides not to be Daredevil again. But we all know that will never happen. Awesome. So, you had another book that you wanted to... I did. It was Wolverine, The Long Night, which I'm not going to do a whole rundown of, but it is a... Uh, they did a scripted Wolverine podcast called The Long Night, and this <laughs> is the comic book version of that. Um, it takes place in Alaska. A bunch of crab fishermen show up on their boats dead, and they look like they've been hacked to death by Wolverine, and that's kind of where this book starts. Uh, the art in it is watercolored in ink, and it's super pretty. Um, but I would suggest going and listening to the podcast, because it's very good. Uh, and I don't think that it'll take away from this book at all. But it's probably a good idea to get your own visualization of what... What yep. it actually looks like in your head before going and yes. being, it being labeled. Because if you if you were to read the book first, you'd have all these. You know, yes. What you what what they think it looks like. And then like. listen to it. Then you'd you'd have right. that. You know, right. You wouldn't be able to uh, get out of it. So I think it's cool. I like when they mix mediums like that. Mm -hmm. um, I love podcasts. Obviously, I'm on one. But <laughs> uh, wait, what? <laughs> wait, we're recording. I thought we were just chilling and hanging out with everyone. Obviously, you don't love it enough to where you turn your phone off. I can't believe lens. Yeah, I like always that. have my phone off, but that was an alarm to remind me to do something. To turn off the phone. The alarm said, "Turn off phone now." Hopefully, not during podcast. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the place you can get is WolverinePodcast.com. Yeah. It is the first Marvel scripted yeah, thing. Yeah. There's ten episodes. Came out last year, March. Sure. You can get it on Stitcher or on iTunes or anything like that too. So. Listen kind of where you can find this podcast as well. Yes. 
Uh, but definitely re- listen to the podcast first and then read the book. The book just adds visual interest to the podcast. I can't wait till they make the comic book about us. <laughs> I don't know. That... sitting around drinking and going to cons and... <laughs> oh, we live a fun life. I mean, that's what we do live a fun life. She's like, we live a fun life. Go, 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 go. Yeah, as I'm drinking straight from the bottle of wine that I have. Ghetto Pinot Gregoro. Gerardo, it's Pinot Grigio. (laughs) I'm sorry, what did you call it? Ghetto, or it's great. Oh, Gerardo. Gerardo. God, I just totally fucked up all that. (laughs) Pinot, Pinot Grigio. Yes, that's exactly what it is. That's and I'm drinking from the this is what Tony doesn't thing. have wine glasses. This is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that classy. <laughs> you don't have to the power bottles. I know. I know. I know. Oh. All right. So uh, let's get into some news. Unless you had some more. No, that was it. That was the only ones I read this week. Okay. I only have uh, a booze and a book again. You do? I was just going to... Well, I made sure I had a booze in a book. Try and mentally ask you that question, but you said it out loud. I wouldn't so. start the podcast without having <laughs> one of our key components to this podcast. Uh, let me pull back the curtains a little bit and say we've done that so many times. I'm just gonna actually, it's I don't have much to like. I'm really winging it on tying it together. It's pretty lame, but it works. So Winter Soldier number two just came out. Uh, the Winter Soldier series is always great. Um, because it has the word winner in it, I am tying it with something that happened last night at the bar, which pretty much is just a shot of, um, tequila, which I had many of, but doing it with a shot ski because ski winter is pretty much a stretch. Wait, explain this to me because I'm old and I don't know what a shot ski is. Yeah. So... It's a ski, a full-on ski. Like a ski. That you have four shot glasses oh. on, and you all take them together. Okay. Which, oh, so you so have everybody to lift to, it up. Everybody lifts it up, and everybody takes the shot at literally the same time, because it's a part, it's, yeah, it's into, like a a, board. into holes in wood. Gotcha. So everybody has to also, okay. you know. And so what was funny, there is a video out there of us doing this. There's people my size, and then we had my short friend Garen, who then... We lift it, and she's not tall enough, so then you see us, it's recording us just kind of bending our knees a little <laughs> bit to go down to her height to then do it. It's actually kind of funny, but... Uh, if you're the shortest one there, you have to have a good grip yeah. to let everybody know where it's going. This is stopping now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving higher. So, yeah, so, uh, I mean, All right. it's a stretch against put a ski in winter, and I thought that... Okay. Stretch whatever you want out of it. We, will, we will give you this because it is your birthday week. Okay, yeah. I didn't really have Everybody gets really, one. <laughs> really get into uh, a good no. one this week. No. But we're going to make Charles do one next next time. See how good his creative uh, flow of granite, <laughs> taking a random comic and something that he thinks would be Oh, I think well. say Shotsky or whatever. Oh, I mean, no, I mean, we could do that too. I mean, we got time. The three of us? Just... Yeah. <laughs> Tony has time to make a shot ski, but not read any comic books. Actually, I want to fucking make one. I think I got. Uh, what have we done? For the idea, what I have am we making done? a shot ski this week. Make it out of the uh, the, the Thor hammer. No. What? No. That, then that, you have to be worried to the list. That's not it. A, that'd be a, a shot hammer. Shot shot hammer. That was you just you just named it. It, yeah. it got even better just now. Shot near. Shot near. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um... have to be worthy to lift it. <laughs> so, uh, going off of what we talked about last week, Aquaman. 
Um, I heard more people say that they were okay with that movie. A lot oh. of people are okay with that movie. But then a lot of people are. Lot, somebody said that the plot was awesome, or the, the story was yeah. great. And I was like, hmm, good I, thing I'm here. I used to work in a video store mm-hmm. for a lot of years. So that does not surprise me. One thing <laughs> one thing would teach you from working at a video store is that people, people's opinions of things are very shallow. Yes. Right? yes. They, don't, they don't read into it. They just let it happen. There's They're a like, lot of hmm. people who just want to watch movies. Yeah, right. And... I'm a movie snob. I do movie not want to just oh, watch movies. I watch a shit ton of movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I, even I, I watch bad. movies, but I don't want to just watch them. I want to experience them. them and, at least somewhat enjoy yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's now grossed over $887 million, becoming the biggest DCEU movie. Some bullshit. And Wonder Woman was so much better. I know, but even Batman vs. Superman made more than Wonder Woman. <gasps> I mean that was the that, that was the next uh, highest one with eight hundred seventy three point six million. Yeah. Uh, and Wonder Woman then came in at eight hundred twenty one point eight million. I mean that's still pretty damn good yeah. for. I just a I'm movie starring a woman. Just, Is that what you were gonna say? Oh no! <laughs> now this this brings up what I was gonna say was that Wonder Woman is like an anti sexism yeah. movie yeah. because they're trying to like go the other way. Yeah. I'm just surprised. It's true. This, this is Aquaman. Would but you no, thought Aquaman would be there, the biggest no. grossing J- one ever? Jason Momoa is the reason why this is the... 100%. Yeah. Because his, his there's a lot of and, uh, horny women out there. That's right. That's exactly so what happened. So many horny women out there. They go out there like, we're going to watch this movie. That's why Fifty like, Shades Ooh. of Grey was so popular. Because there are so many horny women out That's there. That's correct. <laughs> it's like the Victorian age when women are, women of middle age are suppressed and yes, they so they, sexually suppressed. Yes, so they Freud watch did movie. so well because all his studies were on women in their <laughs> late 30s sexually suppressed during a time when women were not ha- having any uh, proper rights and such. Yep. yep. Now, we uh, can vote now. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> that totally does a lot to relieve sexual tension. Voting. <laughs> yeah, right. Poke a hole in that. <laughs> so sticking on with the Aquaman theme here, uh, we had two funny things about the movie. Uh, Patrick Wilson, who played uh, Ocean Master, uh, came out and uh, thanked the person because someone in Florida drove a Ferrari into the the sea. Like it went off like one of those docks and oh kind of landed. So he's thanks for the gift. <laughs> I so, know the story hey, that. I know. I kind of am curious of what really happened, but I just like he probably just heard it and like that's kind of funny. And I'll go with in character. Um, but then uh, the best. I already showed Lynn's, but you will love this. Uh, Henry Cavall uh, was channeling his Who uh, played Superman. Yes, he was channeling you know his uh, biggest uh, inner. Uh, Jason Momoa. Um, Jason Momoa. And the picture that he posted on Instagram, underwater. <laughs> it's just perfect. Nice. Wow, that's funny. That's hilarious. You would not realize that he's a hilarious person based on the uh, roles that he's taken. But he's actually really funny. Did you hear that? He's he played f- a lot of serious roles. He's very, yeah, even he was he- in The Count of Monte Cristo as uh, the, the, what was his name's um, son? Turns out. Oh, oh spoiler what? alert! Excuse me. Henry so the movie Cav- with Guy Pierce. Cav- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wow. was the one. He played the son. That's one of my favorite movies. Who, who everybody thought it was Guy Pierce's son was actually our yeah you know, the Count Montego or whatever his right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. He was in that, and uh, he was also in the um, 
the uh, Immortals. The Immor- is that the one with all the Greek gods and all that? Yeah. And the Titans and all. You know, he basically played Superman in that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was he was a son of a god as well, which kind of kind of is the story. I mean, he's got Krypton he's got that stuff. look. I think. Yeah. Right. He's typecast. Mm, yeah, those abs. <laughs> no, he's got those abs. Now he's in The Witcher though, and he's got that long white hair, and it looks super weird to me. I can't. I don't even know what that is. What is it's that? a video game. That, oh, he plays... Is it a movie or a TV that they're making? I think it's a TV show. Okay. Witcher series. Which is based on the video game. Yep. Yes. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Definitely check that. Uh, I mean, I'm interested fully in that project. I haven't seen the picture, so I can't necessarily yeah. tell what I think of him, it's but... A, it's a weird... Like, I... Just like I can't picture him with a mustache until I had to... <laughs> I can't picture him with long white hair until you see it. And it still, it takes you a minute to realize that it looks fine. <laughs> now, what do you guys would say is the best thing about the Aquaman movie? Well, obviously the visuals are yes. probably the best thing. Yep. The most money they put out into the movie was toward the visuals. Sure. Toward the um, sure. To CGI. Even make that movie passable, you had to throw yeah. so much money into that. Uh-huh. And um, We're not going to pay for a good plot. We're going to pay our graphic yes. team. So um, James Wan, the director, uh, just came out kind of very pissed off at the, the Oscars because this didn't make it onto the short list of nominees. So what other, what other ones made it, do you know? Uh, yes. So we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, so that's good. Yes. Avengers, it was, it was Avengers the, Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, okay, yeah, again. Yeah. again it, Black Panther. Yeah, sure. I mean, Christopher Robin. I didn't see it. I mean, they make but the they much... make the forest come into the real life. So like, okay. you get Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and walking into the real world. First but... man. So there's just one scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the credits were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Marwin Solo Star Wars movie Ready Player One Mary Poppins Returns. Ready the Player one... one had a lot of work put into it. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah. I still, I thought I thought Crazy. the characters Most of the were movie shit. Is CGI. But I mean, yeah, looking at everything else. But the one that I'm just kind of like eh, is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Wow. Did the dinosaurs not do it for you? So Aquaman didn't make it in, but Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom made it in. Yeah. yeah. Now that bothers me because visually, Aquaman was beautiful, but right. Jurassic World. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Well, let's, I mean, you know, the Fallen Kingdom one. Let's remind everybody how the Oscars work. So this is the Academy, right? Oh, yes. And the Academy members are people who have won previous Oscars or been nominated. So, and most of them are men, most of them are old. And they get free movies for life. Yep. So, the nomination process is this. Everyone submits their tops for everything, and then whoever gets the most votes is the oh, top. Oh, so what really happened was, like, not a lot of them went to go see it. Because they're like, I'm not interested in this yeah. at all. Winnie the Pooh, though. Well, and it's, at, <laughs> it's also, like, at the very end of the year. And I think that might be part of... So. Oh, so they just missed out, you think, somewhat? I mean, like not in time. More people probably went to see other thing, and who knows? They get they get screeners and stuff. There's a ton of those, like uh, I don't know what you'd call them, like not even lovey dovey, but the very uh, drama, like independent films that come out in December that somehow get nods for some of these awards. Well, you have to remember though, independent films work differently because a lot of times they'll come out at festivals first, and they'll have been out for almost a year before they hit mainstream. Theaters. Gotcha. I assume so. that's true. <laughs> 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 so they'll have seen them at like Sundance or like Tribeca or something like that before they even 
hit our theater, so we don't know about them until December, but the Hollywood community knows about them for months. Anyway. Did you say that it's rigged in, in a short amount of time? It's a, li- it's a little bit rigged. It's a bit rigged. Yeah, the Oscars, you know, the Oscars is a, not a popular vote. It's definitely the industry giving itself smack on the ass. Mm. So It's okay, I'm a coach. <laughs> It's okay. I work for the city. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, you know, I didn't have a ton of news this week, but I did want to bring up because I know Tony would be very interested in this. Um, the Transformers cars, the Camaros, the Bumblebee cars are all going up for auction. As a package, all four of them this week. I got all that that money to to buy them. <laughs> Interesting fact, though, they're scrap titles. So they're not street legal. You can't drive them. Legally. It doesn't yeah. mean you can't drive well, them. And the funny thing is, is they've posted, so they've posted the outsides of the cars, right? As the package. They show you what the outsides. No, they have not shown anybody what the insides of the cars look like. Probably yet. just, they just can be nothing completely there. It's gutted. Frame, yeah. It, like. <laughs> so. There's actually a picture of the inside of a car <laughs> on the window, in the front, on the side, in the back. <laughs> if you were to open the door, it's. There's spider webs, and that's it. There's been an old homeless guy living in there for a while. It's like, That'd be awesome. Someone let me out. I'm going to sell my house to buy them, and now I can just put Live a little in cot them. in there. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All Do four it. of them. I'll have them parked at different Walmart parking lots across the U.S. <laughs> have my Florida home. <laughs> Basically, these cars are Flintstone vehicles. Yeah. That you could just... You could just... <laughs> Worth it, right? Yeah, yeah. they have a don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a petition going around, as there always is whenever a show ends, for the Daredevil show to come back to Netflix. Tony said there's also one for Luke Cage. Yeah, I mean, has that ever worked? I think no. it worked for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, a hundred percent did. And even uh, the it's not continue, timeline or timeless. I think is a, another show that ended too soon. That they then got a two hour I don't even think it's come out yet it's coming out I think this month uh, like two or three hour like finale to like wrap it all up I know Sense8 on Netflix uh, mm. how's the petition going for Firefly no oh, <laughs> fuck you dude <laughs> the, so this the first day that this posted this only had like 33,000 signatures which is not a lot for an online petition you can kind of just get that from putting one out there Vincent D'Onofrio our kingpin Shared it, and all of a sudden it blew up. So now it's probably got... At the time, last time I checked, it had 86,000. I think they're shooting for 150 is the minimum. Like, See, I just feel, though, it's... I don't... I really want to know what these... There's going to be so much lawyering involved. There's no in, purpose to these. What's the number that's going to make it change? Right. Or make somebody write? I, I really don't think... And I feel like Netflix isn't willingly giving this up. This is probably a decision that is out of their hands. Why would they cancel it otherwise? Yeah, it's and I we will never know because Netflix never lets they us all, know anything. They all got taken in the Thanos snap, and that's why their shows got canceled. God, that would be that would <laughs> hilarious. That would be that's and amazing, they, and I would be all for it. Something like that. Yeah, some kind of campaign like that. Right. But listen, oh. if they were to get all this compet- uh, competition, if they were to get all the, all the signatures for the petition, that'd be like endorsing some kind of slavery. Yep. Because the people were like, no, I, I'm done with this, too. The, the main character, <laughs> the actor, he's like, no, yep. no, I'm fine I'm with this. To, In yeah. fact, I'm the one that came up with the idea of canceling. <laughs> he's like, no, no, every, the fans say you have to play the part again. 
Sorry, guy. Sorry if you're sick. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not. Well, we wrote that Daredevil died. Now he's in a coma. <laughs> this is just a picture of him. We're going to do that comic we read about. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's... So, I don't know if you know this about Tony, but he loves the Fantastic Four. I don't know why. I don't, I don't get it. Because that's the birth of pretty much the Marvel family okay. in Marvel Comics as it is. It is what has brought so many characters. It, they're just fucking fantastic. They're scientists. <laughs> they're fantastic. I was going to say they're awesome. I'm like, no, there's a better term for it. Fantastic. They're, uh, they're doing the Fantastic Four's World's Greatest Week or something coming up soon, which is literally a whole week dedicated to the Fantastic Four on Marvel. I am all about it, that week. I th- I was I'm surprised you didn't know about it already. What happens actually. during that week? Everything that Marvel does on their like website and everything is going to be dedicated to the Fantastic Four. So all their little net shows, little they mm-hmm. they probably get eight thousand times the listenership that we get. <laughs> all their little shows online are probably going to be are going to be focused towards the Fantastic Four and. Any comic books that come out that week, I think, are going to be... They're probably going to have alternate covers that have to do with Fantastic Four. So they're building up to something. What are they building up to? I hope a movie announcement. You think so? I would... Or TV something. Actually, a TV show would be great. Them exploring the multiverse of Marvel. I know that Disney now owns their property. But I still don't have high hopes for a movie. Why? I've if been it's let down. Disney. I've been let down way too many times by this franchise. Yeah, that's the thing though. It's because <laughs> it's because of who had it. Do you think? Awesome. Do you really think that Marvel could do wrong? <laughs> it would be awesome at this point because he is Captain America too. So An amalgamation you... <laughs> between the two. Captain Torch. Oh well, my it'd gosh. be great to have him just run into Human the America. New... <laughs> Human America. <laughs> he needs a cameo in the movie. <laughs> Flame on. <laughs> no, they yeah. need to have just a cameo of him walking by Johnny Storm and like give like a look like you know I, I think I, I used to be you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking good. Or they're like fighting together, he's like, you know, what what is it? Never mind. <laughs> nah, you wouldn't you wouldn't care. So Netflix uh has just uh, debuted a trailer for Carmen San Diego. And I and I had heard that they're doing a real life one, so that's what I thought this was. But this is not. This is the cartoon version. Yep. And where Carmen San Diego was kind of the bad guy that taught you geography and everything. She was a thief. She's now yeah, but I mean that's a bad guy. You're chasing after her and trying to find her. Those were the best ones too when they actually had her being the villain and not just like her other henchmen mm-hmm. that they always had on the show. Great fucking show for back in the day for, for learning kids. Yeah. yeah. So I'm all about anything Carmen San Diego because of growing up with it. I'm very happy for this because I love watching cartoons for my niece and nephews, not for anything that I truly enjoy or love at all. Yes, but Tony just doesn't. For them. Tony doesn't watch any cartoons on nope, his own. Not, not for, ever, not for, never. Just reviewing them to make sure they're never. safe for, for the kids. Never. It's like eating the candy for Halloween. <laughs> I'm testing it for drugs. Which, which I kind of all, hope that there's drugs in it. No, there's only one time a kid was hurt while Halloween candy in the 70s or something. Yep. Since then, it's been check your apples. Yep. No, you know though, 
it's all parents lying to their kids so they can just get the yeah. bag and... Yeah. yeah Tony knows all about this. that. Dear, <laughs> dear parents everywhere, nobody's going to waste their drugs on your kids. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, Sorry. Right? It's not going to happen. I'm going to randomly poison some kid. <laughs> Cocoa hole in this Reese's. <laughs> Yeah, not gonna happen. But anyway. this looks pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Except for the part of where, like I said, she's not really the bad guy, but she, she as you said, she's Robin, Robin Hoodish. She's stealing from. So she other has criminals. a agenda that is good. She's stealing so that Vile can't steal it. Which it's okay that they're changing it a bit, but I kind of liked her being just like an ant, not even a hero, a bad guy that yeah. just stole stuff and. Sure. People try to chase after. I don't know that her. you can do a whole cartoon that's geared toward kids. Well, that's why. That's what I'm saying. Not the cartoon, the real life right. version. Oh, and this could be the reason she gets away with it for so long. It's because the good guys trying to stop her from doing something that's illegal don't really want to catch her. Right. But they have to oh, put all this money yeah. into following her. Sure. Following her. Because she is actually stealing. She is actually yeah. doing the bad thing, right. but she's also doing the good thing in right. the end. And they all know that. Right. It's like what? Well, it's like Dexter or something. Killing the, the means guy. justify the ends yes, type thing. Sure. Mm. Um, so they are doing a live action movie. The character on the television show or the cartoon is voiced by Gina Rodriguez. She is going to play Carmen Sandiego in the live action movie. So there is going to be like, seems to be there's going to be cohesion between these two things. Okay. We'll see. You you think that? You would think that. We'll see. Somebody's going to want too much money. <laughs> Just be a hodgepodge of yeah. things coming together. Kind of like all the new Lego sets yeah. for the Lego movie. Uh, I say that with a grain of salt, but not really. I feel like what, looking at some of these sets are, what is this thing supposed to be? Now, the Lego movie is amazing. All those things where you build in everything, your imagination. Did you say that it's awesome? I think everything is awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Now... I do have to say, I love this set that I just saw of Apocalypseburg. Yeah. Whoa. Um, it, it just, it obviously, if you have any sort of apocalypse, you need to have the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Number one symbol being knocked over. The there's a Statue of Liberty, and there's a building built into it, and it, yeah. it looks like Planet of the Apes, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Apocalypseburg. I, you know, and that, but that was the cool thing about like, the Lego movie is each of their properties had its own town right so you had the old west style town and all that and the medieval town and stuff like that so it would make sense that they would also have an apocalypse let's get that thing and put some like dynamite inside of it and then blow it up and be like you blew it up (laughs) (laughs) you damn dirty (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i bet you they're gonna have that line in there at some point which oh yeah uh totally cool i'm just saying when i look at some of these sets though it it as a builder, as someone that has tubs of Legos, you kind of hodgepodge things together because that's what you want to do. Not buy a set that looks like it's been... Hodgepodged together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's my criticism of them. However, you get some pretty sweet one-off pieces, which are always sometimes hard to get not in a set. I wonder if um, if they ever uh, try to give you blueprints that are optional. Like, here's what we did. But here's something other people put together. Oh, there's well, there's so you, you can, can put the thing in the bank, or you could put it up top, or you know, yeah, make your obviously you can make your own. But they, well, some of the neat. sets do have that, or they used to at least. Well, you can they give you three different yeah, options give, for what you yeah, can build. Yeah, a couple different options. These ones, not so much, just because of the 
detail that it goes into building this thing is they figure most people won't take it apart. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't usually with my sets, but there are plenty of places where you can find, uh, hell, you can even find probably uh, online somewhere the actual instructions for this as well as the parts that come with it. And there are a ton of different uh, Lego places that you can buy parts individually. It would be more uh, costly to not buy the set with all the parts in there, but you could individually say you need this piece, this piece, this piece, and then mm. order it. Um, I think, uh, I can't even remember what the website is anymore, but Brick Store or something, they have just, so if you ever wanted to build your own thing or came up with something, or you needed like a bunch of green pieces to make something, you can just go there. And that's where a lot of these uh, <laughs> castles and uh, when you see these giant uh, dioramas of cities, I mean, people just buy bricks on end. And then it's those special pieces that cost a lot. The more you know. For anybody who wanted a brief knowledge of, at least Tony's knowledge of Legos. There you go. Oh, I have plenty more than that. Um, but moving on, uh, we, uh, I've been reading the Venom book, mm -hmm. and I think we talked about it briefly, I don't remember why, maybe when we were talking about Spider-Verse, of why Venom has that, the, the, the spider symbol. Yeah. Yeah. And why Null has what looked like a spider symbiote, but it looks more like this a dragon. Venom, this is the Venom God mm. that he's referring yeah. to. And a fan theory was that thinking when, obviously, it bonded with Peter Parker, it took on the spider. Right. But really, when it bonded with Venom, it looks part spider, but part what Null's symbiote-looking chest dragon thing is. Right. In connecting the two, um, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's probably fun to think that way, but really it was just. Well, I feel like they've the made design it, of a costume, they've made it the fit. design of a yeah, yeah. So and they're making what, the reason for it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Donny Cates uh, came in and said, "Yeah, actually, that's what we were trying to go for." So, I like that there is some sort of reason behind mm -hmm. the chess thing. Yeah. So why the fuck didn't they do that in the Venom movie? Well, because they've just determined this to be the reason why. Yeah, oh, they didn't, so if they yeah, would have so thought of it before and they, maybe, they could have done yeah. it. Because when they didn't they didn't start with this reason. They right. came to this reason. They came reason. to this reason. Which is because fine. This, this, totally fine. This Venom god, the symbiote god, is not is a new concept. They haven't been working off this concept since the introduction of Venom. This yeah, is, it's actually the last year that yeah, they introduced. This is and something they new. In, introduced the alien planet where the right. symbiotes came from uh, I think three it's been maybe a, it was a little bit longer it was, than I that. think it was longer than that because it's been in cartoons and stuff and even if it was it. somehow accepted that this was true before they started filming or before they started designing stuff they didn't want to associate it with anything sure. they wanted it to be its own thing right. and not like attached Right. the knowledge that we hold as comic book readers is a little bit more extensive than the average moviegoer. So I would think that if anybody watches Venom and sees the Spider-Man logo on his chest, they're going to associate it with Spider-Man and not this Venom guy. And they'll be upset. What? Right. Doesn't make any sense. When? Why does Where he have the Spider-Man yeah. logo he on just his came chest? From, he just came from space. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man's in space? Right? So that, I mean, that makes sense. 
So we were thinking that we were gonna finally get uh, Stranger Things this spring, but we've now got the announcement that it's coming out July 4th. Yes. I'm actually, I'm upset that it's so much farther away. Strategery. But it pretty much is. The whole season is going to be about the summertime. The first two seasons were going back to school. It was Halloween time. They were able to play around with that, with the kids dressing up. Now it's going to be kind of like the old 80s, you know, probably summer camp movies. There's probably going to be some crazy things with fireworks and explosions. Finding dead bodies on railroad tracks. So I think where this is going to go... Uh, it's going to be crazy, but I have no clue where it's going. because I, I can stand by that idea. Well, and they're getting older, too. So the older they get, the more they're going to get into being teenagers. And, you know, summer is for teenagers. Especially in... Her bodies are changing. <laughs> <laughs> right here on air. So, I mean, they might, they might, that might be another reason why they can spend more time with them together. If it's in the summer. They don't have school. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. There's a lot of freedom to that too. They're not set on a schedule where they have to be. Right, and And it's the '80s, so their parents don't care where the hell they're at. Even though for two years now they've gone through some crazy shit, but I can guarantee you their parents are still not going to care where they're at. You kids go. (laughs) You kids go play. (laughs) Did either of you guys watch Bird Box? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. What'd you think? Uh, I wish I had a blindfold. This is why I'm not watching it. Thank you. This and is there exactly are so many people that are like it. thinking that it's amazing, and I'm the person right in the middle where I'm like, it was, it was there, it was on. I watched it. The first, I would say, 15 minutes was fucking amazing, and then it kind of interesting. What, that's for sure. Well, when when the monster when shit starts hitting the fan, that whole scene Perver- in the car and everything. Perver- was this really shit actually cinematic. hit a fan? <laughs> yeah. the is this a literal fan. thing? <laughs> if you're wondering why Sandra Bullock didn't have the best acting that she's ever had, it's because the budget for the movie was so low that they didn't pay her. They paid her half, and she so she acted half. Mm. She was like, "You get what you pay for." Well, I thought she. It seemed like she put in uh, a lot. The crying scene. I mean, when's the was last, was not it? Sandra Bullock's best? That's the last work. thing Sandra Bullock did. What is the last thing Sandra Bullock did before this? Was well, it the blind was, side? Well, no, Gravity was before or after that. <laughs> blind side. <laughs> I didn't. Oh my that, gosh! But I did. Did you write that down? <laughs> you know, it went over my head for a second. Um, I, there was a lot I of didn't, people. I couldn't handle the gravity of the joke. There's over 45 million accounts that have watched Bird Box. Yeah, it's it's blown up. And that's part of why I decided to watch it, to be like, I want to understand the thing, even though the thing is just kind of mediocre. Yeah. Hold up. How'd you come up with that number? 45 million? Yeah. Uh, that's what Netflix is you can, reporting. Can you look that up yourself? I just typed in how many people watched, and it automatically filled in Bird Box. Yeah. So no people have been watching. From what uh, Netflix has said of those accounts that have watched it, and that's just the accounts that they have the figures from, not how many people were in the room watching it. Is they've watched at least eighty percent of the movie. Yeah, they had to have get gotten a majority through it. Yeah, so that's a but lot of fucking people falling asleep during movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that probably counts for half of them. Is this Nailed movie it. the Quiet Place, but instead of not? That's right. This movie is the Quiet Place, but just a different sense. Okay. 
Yeah, oh, but, but the quiet place well, was you know, fucking amazing. The, you, debatable, you know. Yeah, okay, all right. So a bunch of kids movie. sitting in a writer's room thinking, okay, what what sense can we remove and then make a movie out of it? I yes, it they it really it fell flat in the finale. Like it could have been good, but I didn't know what the fuck the bird box did. Like I didn't. They didn't. They explained the birds kind of knew the presence, but then never really warned people of the presence. When a certain person comes into a house, didn't warn of that person. I like the craziness of it because a lot of it reminded me of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, where these horrors that you didn't see made it a little bit more scarier than what it. Well, like could the Babadook. Been. You don't see the Babadook until the very end of that movie, yes. and that's what makes it. Well, the fact that that fucking child is intense in that movie makes it the scariest movie. But but, <laughs> but what I also loved is having people that are already crazy worshiping these entities, which is kind of like I said, Lovecraftian uh, mm-hmm. writing. I'm going to show you what they were originally going to have as the monster, Charles. It's an old lady. It is so terrible. It looks like a like a snake-like okay, baby Okay, I head. see what's going on here. Basically, this is a remake of Omega Man, which also was a remake of I Am Legend. So basically, like, there's all these people running around who are a part of this cult who, are, you know, they, they're influenced by, what, the sun? The light? Or some kind of oh my God. Uh, photons running or bouncing around. <laughs> Maybe that's eyes, what they're going it, for. It affects their so basically the disease is photon like an, a photon STD, right? Mm-hmm. A light STD. Mm-hmm. And it goes around, and as soon as you're affected, in, infected, you become part of that cult and that mindset or whatever, right? What I didn't appreciate was they broke their own rules when they let that guy come in. You remember um, John yeah. Malkovich was like, no, let's shoot this motherfucker. And I was all about that. By yeah, the way. I was too. I was like, yes, fuck, that's fuck right. You survivors. shoot that motherfucker that comes know, in. Yeah. Because you know he's infected. But he wasn't infected. That was the rule that happened. He wasn't infected. And then all of a sudden, his little switch flicked and he was a bad guy all of a sudden, which breaks the rules. Because, because every person who was infected did not fake not being infected did not try to survive. No, they still had their they still had their cognizance with them. They were just always crazy. He was crazy, so he was acting normal. Because crazy isn't just crazy; it's sometimes crazy. I know. And I just... kind of argue because he sounded not crazy. At, you know, he sounded panicky. And please help me. Let me stay and not. Well, it seemed like a reasonable. Well, that's because he had a goal. <laughs> help me. <laughs> he had the goal to make everyone see the light. And that was his goal, so he was going to accomplish it anyway. I know, that's anyway. pretty sneaky and not crazy. I know, and I, I agree with you, that was and if, kind if of And if that a... were the case, then a lot more people would have died. Oh, there, there was a lot of plot holes in the, the thing. I That's the one thing that bothered me enough to make me go, nope, and I threw it out yeah. in my head. I, I just, I... When things get to this sort of level of fervor, and I haven't experienced it before the fervor hits, I'm kind of just out. Yep. Because <laughs> I, I know it's never going to live up to... Except for the Spider-Man animated movie. So keep your blindfolds on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, last thing I have uh, coming out this week in uh, all the DC uh, comics, uh, they have a page that seems like it's the front cover page that just says, with utmost respect from the distinguished competition, Excelsior, and then in, in memoriam, Stanley. Oh. It's... It, it gives me a little chills just reading yeah. that and just knowing that, you know, 
They were competitors. They were sure. on both sides. And even though Stan went and did some books for DC, he, was, he did life, that whole. Did you read the series of books that he did where it was Stanley writes the yeah, origin those, stories for I DC's actually main love characters? Those. those were really interesting to read because it was a complete. They were completely different from the. So he actual. did a Batman and a. I think he did Aquaman. Or he did. Grim- he did all of them. He did Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, yeah, pretty much Justice League, The Flash. Yeah, he did all. He did new origin stories for all of them that were Stan Lee presents, and then DC characters. Um, but even without within that too, the comic book world, even though they're going to be trying to get the same, you know, readers and are competing in the movies and box office, though, still can come together when someone mm-hmm. as iconic as him, which doesn't happen a lot during in. The time of capitalism. No. No. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it just, it brings up the feels again. It and does. It does. Marvel, I mean, of course, Marvel's been doing their their Stanley memoriams. And I the thing I appreciate the most about the ones they've been doing is the first page of comic books usually has an ad, and then you have the title page. And they've been leaving these black as, as if to make them a moment of silence. And then they do that in the memory of Stanley page. So I thought that was just a really interesting way for them to play that. To actually give up just page space to just blackness. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, I think it's interesting to think about is um, when do you stop mourning? Right. When is everybody okay? Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to stop at this day, but then like, right. what's the next thing that you put up after that? Yeah. I don't think there's All a, of a right sudden, answer. I guess we're, yeah. we're done mourning now. I know. Here's And it really depends on the person too, news. right? So when some, a lot of times when, when people have died recently, they get a week. Whatever comics come out that week they get. Um, Stanley's seems to have gotten at least a month. Yeah. We'll see how long it goes. But. And this is our new segment, Psychiatrist on <laughs> Comics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything uh, else that you wanted to bring up? Nope. Charles? You don't have an interesting tidbit that you found this past week? No. I don't, I don't have anything I can add at the moment. Okay. Um, so we can... First time in, in history... No, it's not the first time. I think we've pre-announced knowing. We're not going to do our normal podcast next week. We're going to do something um, totally focused on Netflix's Bandersnatch. And some controversy behind. And a lot of other things that go along with controversy in shared work. So with that, Charles, we still need you to uh, do your being boozled that we said you were going to do before you even got here. So... <laughs> Since you were a few minutes late, or I was here the whole time, yeah, they would. <laughs> like we could pretend the last few times. <laughs> I think this is going to be your thing. You just okay. come in after the beginning, not knowing what we've talked about. Bean boozled jelly beans, They're... naughty or nice, contains weird and wild flavors. Okay, yep. so I'm just a pop a top here. Lift, Lift it, up. it up. No, 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 not the whole thing. Just... You... Lift this up. You, you showed me several here, several times. Get it, Lift... get it for Lindsay. Lift this up oh. and push it down. Oh. There's a bean. That was magical. Right? Uh, I'm not supposed to look at what type it's supposed to be. I'm okay. just supposed to pop it. You want me to do more, more than yeah. one? Yeah. Let's do more than one. Okay. Immediately boogers. No. Mm-mm. Oh, was that booger? No. Oh. Um, yeah. It's like, it reminds me of spicy <laughs> or something. Your face is perfect. It reminds me of... I think you either had... Mexican food. Ugh, weird. Doesn't it taste like grass? Hmm. I was going to say grass is... Maybe grass. Grass is not a terrible be. one. Give him, give him one more. Yeah, Why not? let's give me one more. Oh, this one's green as well. Oh, give him a different one. Give me that one. Okay. That one's mine for later. 
<laughs> yeah, that one's either long clippings or lime. So mm. the one you had before, I think, was either booger or juicy pear. Look, Tony, do you just want to pick one out? <laughs> I mean, I really would oh, give oh you... Oh, my God, there's two. There's so there's many. Three. Okay, all right. All right. Pop them Tony, all which one? Red or blue pill? <laughs> Red. Which one's... I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? I think that was the brown one. So it's either canned dog food or chocolate pudding. By your look on your face, it's not chocolate pudding. Unless you really hate chocolate pudding. Or love con canned dog food. Oh, yeah, you could. Some people eat canned dog food. I mean. I don't know what it is. It's not that bad. Okay, what's that up? What's the other one you have in your hand? Let me see. So this is either rotten egg or buttered popcorn, I think. Oh, put it in my hands. Do it, do it, do it. See you guys on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Stay thirsty for more bean boozled fun. Ew. Oh. Ew. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh.